Look, you've had a long day. Your boss is annoying you. Your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do. And your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with a PH. I am recording from WTF Media Studios, the only studio you should record at. They also have an LA location that I will be checking out very soon. And as always, subscribe. And I'm that's all I'm going to say. Subscribe, period. Just do it. I've got my really good friend here and fellow podcaster, Lindsay. Thank you for making it. Thank you for having me. And thank you for making it on such late notice. Of course. I When I got the text, I was like, I have to drop everything. <laughs> no, I remember like a few days before that you, well, I reached out to you two weeks ago. Yeah. Saying, come on the show. Yeah. And then you didn't hear from me. And then you text me and you were like, hey, like, is it happening? I just want to make sure because I have a life, which right, is valid, right? right? <laughs> the world doesn't revolve around my schedule. And I still didn't even respond to that. Because yeah. this past weekend, guys, I was like, MIA, whatever. And then two days ago, I asked you. And that's like, that's fucking last minute. So last minute. I felt like we were dating and like, I was like a guy pursuing you, but then you gave me an option, but like I had to take it because it was like the window. You know what oh I mean? Oh my God. Yeah. That's how I live my life. Yeah. That's why men are fucking obsessed with me. Honestly, yeah. Everyone <laughs> should be doing that. Just go, like, go and don't respond mm-hmm. and then like show up again. It's, yeah. It works. It, it's a mind fuck. It's like I was the one to reach out to you. 
So you think I'm interested. Right. And then I pulled back. Right. So then you reach out. Oh, it's such a mind. It's like this this thing on my podcast, actually, we talked about why I got called Blowjob Ghost. Mm. It was a girl who gave a guy head and then ghosted him. Oh, And my he God. became obsessed with her. Really? Literally obsessed. Like, obsessed. And that's like the perfect mindfuck. That is an incredible one. Amazing. I mean... I just, the only thing about it, and I will give Lindsay a proper introduction, people. This is more important. The only thing about that is, when is the last time? Well, you're married, but before you were married, Mm -hmm. did you give a blowjob and there was no sex after? I only did that once and I regret it every day. Why? First of all, because his feet stunk. Stop. I swear to God. They he had the smelliest feet no, ever. It was no. like so fucking nasty. No. And I was in a really dark place when it happened. Like he, like I don't <laughs> You're know. Like, how- I don't give a fuck about the feet. <laughs> no, what's the longest you've ever gotten without sex? Honestly. Oh my god, that's like such since a good you started question. having sex. Probably three weeks. Stop it. Uh-huh. You're lying to my face. No. Is that what? long or short? That is so short is it kill me like that is so fucking short i went almost a year once okay yeah it was a dark fucking winter i i don't know i think i was like depressed honestly i was just depressed well depressed or not depressed i feel like you're fucking no when you're depressed your sex drive like genuinely goes away Mm. and it was gone like it was fully gone and i like I wasn't even masturbating and I masturbate like every night when I'm not like, you know, having sex. And so it totally went away and I became kind of desp and I matched with this guy on an app <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he literally came over and I gave him head. And, oh my God. And he left. And he left, but like I wanted him to leave. And then I was just so fucking pissed. Cause like, first of all, I gave you something. Right. You gave me nothing. Well, did you ask him to? No, because at that <laughs> point, like, like, you sucked his dick and told him to leave. And you're like, I can't <laughs> believe he didn't like go down on me with the fuck. No, honestly, he's, I don't, it, it's such like a dark, bizarre thing of my past. Like the mm-hmm. fact that I just like gave this guy head when his feet smelled. Like, right. I have no idea where my head was at at that time. Maybe it was like you wanted to. To inflict some like self harm, self sabotage to yeah. feel better. Do you ever yeah. do that? No, one hundred percent. I think you we know? all are guilty of that. In right. a way, that's why. I mean, I'm thinking about the times I've been seriously depressed. I usually want to masturbate, yeah. but if I'm stressed, 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 anxiety through the roof, then absolutely not. Yeah, but something about depression turns me the fuck on. <laughs> really? I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I, you might be in the minority there, but like I'm curious. Okay, Lindsay, we've known each other for a while. We have actually funny story. I I met you at Acme. I never said anything, but we were both at Acme at the same time. This was like in 2018. Like I you had just you. started your first podcast, uh-huh. and the two of you were at Acme, and so was I. And everyone kept coming up to me, being like oh my God, all these podcasters are here tonight. And I was like, who else? And they were like, oh, like the Call Her Daddy girls. And I was like, oh, I'm not saying hi to them. Like they're children. Shut <laughs> the fuck that? Two uh, years younger than me. I was like, they're wait, children. Wait, actually we were. Like the, yeah. the maturity level that I was at yeah. in 2018 is horrifying. When I hear clips back, I'm like, you're, I don't even like want to get into it. This story, no fucking way. Yeah. And did you come up and say hi? No, I didn't say hi because 
I don't know. I just we're like didn't want to like we I didn't want to bother you. You guys were like having a night. But I kind of regretted it. I was like, oh, I wish I said hi to those girls. I you know? know, me too. Yeah. And then, I don't know, maybe you and I could have hit it off. We definitely would have. We would And have. then we actually met when you came on. We met at Acme during yes. the pandemic. Yes. Virtually. That was one of the first episodes I went on. Yeah. When I, like, after I launched Sophia the Nath. Yeah. But that Acme story is fucking crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Do I look the same? Obviously. No, you actually look better. Thank you. It's true. I actually agree with that. But also, <laughs> we were on your turf. We, you were, yeah. And so, that's part of why I was like, they should come up to me. Right. Yeah. Lindsay's podcast is called We Met at Acme. And for people who don't live in New York, we should explain it to them. Acme yes. is a restaurant slash lounge. Yes. It's, well, now they have a restaurant above it called The Nines, which is like a fun exclusive restaurant, yes, which we should I've totally go to. And then underneath is Acme, which has been around forever. Mm -hmm. And it's a vibe. Like, it's still really fun to go out. You have to know the bouncer. It's like kind of speakeasy vibes. Right. And it's really fun. I'm assuming you have all the hookups in the world there. I, I get treated nicely there, which is really great. <laughs> but I didn't before I started the podcast. That's why really? it's so funny. I like couldn't get into Acme and then I started this podcast and just Shut the fuck up. Basically to get into Acme. Shut up. Swear. I feel I feel like your podcast was one of the OG podcasts. Like you came onto the scene, I feel like well before a lot of podcasters. Yeah, it was early. There were like no dating podcasts at the time, but I was like, there needs to be because mm -hmm. I had just gotten brutally dumped. Mm. And I was like, we need to talk about this. Anytime I talk to someone and they like something amazing happened or they made some incredible change, it is after a horrendous breakup. Yeah, Always. exactly. Well, smart people, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like some people just like wallow. But if you, you know, like you just went through a breakup and you're thriving. Mm -hmm. Like you could be sitting and sad, but you're thriving. Yes, I am thriving. But also the reason and the push for me to move to New York initially, where obviously my life completely changed for the better, was after like a horrendous breakup. Right. You know? So I don't know. It's like something about getting breaking up with. Bro, breaking <laughs> up with. I have taken an English course in my life, people. Broken up with. It's kind of like the best thing ever. No, it, it really can be. It's like a redirection. 1,000%. So, okay, Lindsay, I want to dive into all things Lindsay. And we met at Acme. Before we get into it, though... We're going to talk about a little situation. Let's talk about the situation. That involves both of us, kind of. So Lindsay and I, we like reconnected because a month or two ago, we ran into each other at a Spotify event. And by the way, I don't know if you've told your listeners this yet, but you made one of the most legendary comments ever at the <laughs> dinner. Did you tell them? I haven't, actually. Oh, my God. It was now the, is the funniest time. thing ever. Now is the time. You okay, tell well, it. you have to help me if I get it wrong, exactly uh -huh. what you said. But we were going around. They made us go around the table at the Spotify dinner. And for some reason, you happened to be first. Right. They chose you to go right. first. A, icebreakers are the dumbest fucking dumbest. thing on planet Earth. B, we're at a Spotify event and you're going to have Sophia Franklin <laughs> yeah. be the first one to go and talk about her podcast and who she is, etc. Right. 
Sophia goes and she's like, hey, I'm Sophia Franklin. <laughs> My podcast is called Sophia with an F. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be a host of Call Her Daddy, which you guys spent <laughs> you were like you guys spent a lot of money on or something. I was like, which Spotify and the yeah. people in this room know uh, made them a lot of money and and then like something else. Yeah, like, you're something like so you're welcome lines. and yeah, like okay. some shit something like that. that was so confrontational to everyone that worked at Spotify that was there. It was the funniest thing ever. It was half of the Spotify reps were dying of laughter and the other half looked horrified. Horrified because they were like, I worked on that deal. Right, right. And they're like, oh my god, we can't be shit talking like that podcast of one is Sophia Mount. But it's it's my history. It's like part of who I am. It is. What am I going to show up to a Spotify event and pretend like that shit didn't happen? No, you. I I was so happy that you were truly an authentic person yeah. when you spoke. Yeah, it was incredible. Fuck, I wish like I got that on film. But um, we saw each other at the event. Yeah, and we started catching up. And you said, I have two dudes that I want to hook you up with. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, (laughs) the fact that it was not one dude, but two is like, like, that is my style. Right. Three, honestly. Yeah. It's a numbers game. Let's do as many as we can. It's fucking perfect. It's incredible. So one of the guys, we're going to call him Jack. There was a famous one. I wish I could say his name. He has not texted me yet, but he's he will. I sure. 100% agree that he will. He is dating someone now, but it's not serious. And I don't think it ever will be serious. Exactly. So that famous man will be in your life at one point. I, I honestly feel like it's going to happen. 100%. And Lindsay made me take a fucking selfie really quickly to yeah. send to said famous person. And I'm like doing the fucking duck face and the peace sign. I was like, holy shit. But he's going to love me for me. 100%. You know? Yeah. Okay. So the famous guy that's over here. Then we are on to this guy. What did I say? His name Jack. is Jack. Yeah, we're going to call him Jack. You showed me a picture. He looked very cute. Works in finance. Okay. So he's successful. I was into it. Uh, you gave him my number. Mm-hmm. And what happened? I don't want to say he dropped the ball, but mm. I think he dropped the ball. So what he did was <laughs> he didn't text for – he was, like, traveling out of town. Mm-hmm. And so – and a lot of guys do this, actually, and I am, I hope that guys listening know that this isn't the move. They'll be like, oh, it's inconvenient for right now because I can't see her for a week or two weeks, so I'm going to wait to text her till I'm back in town. No. Nope. Terrible no. idea. No. Because we are busy. We are dating other people. We could meet the love of our lives. Well, that and also if you know that your number was given to this guy and it's in his hands and he doesn't text you right away, it to me, to me, it signaled like, oh, he's either trying to play a game with me, Mm. which I'm not going to do that shit. What's like annoying is knowing the other side. He actually wasn't like he was doing the opposite of trying to play the game. Like he was like oh, I'm not going to be in town, so I'm going to wait to text her. And that's that's just stupid. Like, I told him it was stupid. I was like, you dropped the ball. Thank you. But then he texted you. Yes. So then he texted me. And you didn't respond. And I didn't <laughs> respond. And that wasn't even me trying to play a game. That was me because I had interpreted what he had done as, 
oh, this guy either doesn't give a fuck or he's trying to play games. I was like, I don't have time for this shit. Yeah. So I did not respond. And then I think he reached out again. I have not met him in person. It's still been a little back and forth texting, but. I think you should. I will say, and I know this will turn you on. At New Year's, <laughs> when we were at a party on New you're Year's. You're like, he's very dysfunctional, and, so no, we know that no, you're like that. Every single girl at the New Year's, like at our table that we had on New Year's, was trying to take him home. Like every single girl. Like every single girl was like going out of their way you to like what? shoot their shot. You know what? He, I'm literally texting him right <laughs> after this and he's he's getting fucked. <gasps> By the way, Jack, you were getting fucked tonight. All you had to say was other women <laughs> right. were fucking falling all over him. Yeah. He is getting to enter my vagina. But yeah. And that's probably something I should work on because like that's not really cool. But right now, I feel like you're not looking for <laughs> your husband. Like you want to get fucked. Exactly. So at least you know what you want and you're like unapologetic about it. Mm -hmm. Is he like on the same wave? I think, I mean, probably if you're on that wave, he'll try to make you his wife, you know? But if you weren't, he would be. Like, you know how it goes. Always. 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 Which, I mean, I am going to ask you about your husband, but when you met your husband, what was your mental state at that time? Mm. Were you like, I'm just trying to fuck around or were yeah. you looking for well, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. I had a boyfriend when oh. I ran into my husband. So every relationship I've ever had, and yeah. that's not an exaggeration. Yeah. Yeah. But I had tried, like, I, we had tried to end that relationship. Multiple times. Yes. Then I finally ended it. And then I texted my husband. And So you didn't cheat? I did not cheat. So I ended the relationship, but it was already ending for other reasons. Then I hit up my husband. I was like, I'm single. Let's go out. Because he had hit on me that night that I ran into him when mm. I was with my ex. Got it. And then... I knew some things about my husband because we had a mutual friend. And so we had met before. So I like knew that he was like amazing on paper. Mm -hmm. But I was like, that doesn't do it for me. If on our first date, I like him and think that like we have a connection, then it's a done deal. This is my husband. Okay, so you definitely did not go into it though. Like, I just want to fuck around and have fun and la da da da. I was like, I'm newly single. I can't immediately get into a new relationship just legally, you know? <laughs> like, I will be in so much trouble. Wait, what do you mean legally? Like, were just, you married to the no, guy before? No, like, I just oh, couldn't. Like, I just felt too bad doing that to my ex. Okay, got I couldn't, it. like, immediately. Yeah. You know, like, three weeks after have a new boyfriend. Like, I had to wait, like, three months. I mean, if there was some overlap, you could argue, like, I've already been talking to him But there for wasn't months. overlap. That's the thing. Like, if I had, like, been cheating, that's one thing. But right. I, I was good about it and waited three months. Wow. You're a great person. I'm a saint. You are a saint. And here I am with my preppy sweater and my kombucha. <laughs> Who have I become? Lynn's comes in here and she's wearing a sweater and she's like, because I'm recording with you, I have makeup on for once mm -hmm. and I have a tank top on to, you know, bring Trying this. Trying to slut it up. Bring the Okay, I'm taking the sweater off. Oh my God. This is why everyone should subscribe to the show so you can see this woman and her tits. They are <laughs> stunning, incredible, gorgeous. Thank you. And your face as well. Thank you. But we all know body matters more. <laughs> Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. 
It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. So you weren't like completely single gal. I want to fuck everything and just date. And he was perfect on paper. What does that mean? Perfect on paper. What did he have? Like he had things that like would piss me off because my parents would like them so much. Do you know what I mean? I fucking when like you don't want to make your parents happy. Like he had all the things that would make my parents happy. Is he a doctor? Like basically. I (laughs) thought my family. I could. I could tell them. I am dating a Nobel Prize winner. Yeah. He, you know, is a fucking billionaire. He's done da-da-da-da-da. And they'll be like, okay, great. The second I drop doctor, right. it's complete. Like, they are obsessed. Yeah, no, people love doctors. It's actually really funny that you mentioned that because he's not a doctor. He mm-hmm. he started a healthcare company. But before that, he was in fi- like healthcare finance. And um, when we met and like we're shooting the shit and bantering at like this event, he was like, I'm the black sheep in my family. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like you like went to Harvard Business School. Like you're not like the black sheep in your family. A little Harvard. And he, it's it's because he isn't a doctor and his sister is. I was just going to say that. Because that's how Jewish parents are. Loser. (laughs) Seriously. Is by it the way, a Jewish Jack, thing? By the way, Jack went to Harvard Business School as well. Okay. So and wait, is what a Jewish thing? Um, the obsession with the doctor with doctors, and the lawyers and lawyers. Yeah, yes, that is definitely yes. a Jewish thing. Which my mom probably gets from my grandma, who's Jewish. Definitely. Oh, I didn't realize you were kind of Jewish. I don't practice at all, but yeah. I mean it's in my blood. What can I say? But yeah, the doctor thing. So he had the money thing, the Harvard thing. The successful thing, hot. So hot and 6'4". I know. Lindsay? I know. Are you kind of exaggerating right now? Are you no, being I swear for my real, life for real? <laughs> Okay. So he's perfect. Well, personality. Well, by the way, the money thing, not like not that I care about it because I honestly don't, but he actually didn't have it. He was working for a startup and making like nothing. That would not fly on my list at all. But it, it didn't matter to me, and because like, you knew he eventually was. Oh, gonna make you just money. like you know and like someone's he has potential. Go- but no, not because I was like he's gonna eventually make money. <laughs> because I'm like he's ambitious and I'm ambitious, so I I have money. It's fine, you know. But would you feel fine like I'll take care of us type thing? No, 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 no. I no. don't want to. No, I mean I will say like I'm the breadwinner right now, which is interesting dynamic. Wow. But okay. I know that it won't be for long. You know what? I'm in that position right now, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm seeing someone. 
right after I just got done talking about texting this guy and potentially going on a date with him and potentially fucking him, but I'm the breadwinner right now. I think I've always been, except in maybe one relationship. Yeah. And so is my mom. And that dynamic, my mom has told me is not a good one. Yeah. That's coming from my mom. No, I'm I not agree telling you. you. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> I yeah. would not want to be the breadwinner long term at all. Like my husband just started a company, which everyone should know about. It's called Nibble Health. And, um, you know, it's going to be amazing and such a success. And if it isn't, then his next thing, will, you know, like, right. I believe in him 100 percent. I mean, Harvard. In the interim, like, of course, I'm so happy to be the breadwinner. It's like it's such a cool thing. Yeah. And you can fucking rub it in his face later on down the road when rub he's making the money and be like, where were you yeah, and I was me. taking care of you? Uh-huh. The reason you're here is because of me. Fully, I read, I already rub it in his face. Oh, my God. Okay. I really do think that you have probably met your husband already. What? Yeah. What do you mean? I think that like. Oftentimes, like, if we're single, like, we've already met the person we're going to, like, end up with. We just don't really know yet. So basically (laughs) what you're saying, basically what you're saying is you've met them, but it just hasn't registered, right? Either that or, like, it was in passing. You were at a party. You said hello. Like, didn't exchange more than surface level conversation. Okay. And then they'll come back into your life. Like, maybe your husband was at that Spotify dinner, you know? Who's to say? Yeah, maybe he was there. I fucking highly doubt it after that scene I caused. But <laughs> but what do the statistics say? I think, and I don't know off the top of my head, but it's like 70% of people have met their future spouse by the time they're 25. Meaning like have met them, but right. like connect later. Oh. So maybe it's like someone you went to high school with who's going to like slide into okay. your DMs and be like, Sophia, I founded couches and I'm a billionaire. <sighs> Do you want to marry me? And then you have like a Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion (laughs) situation. Okay, so basically he's going to be from Utah. And it was someone I met before the age of 25 when I was blackout for 90% of the time. Yeah. In and out of jail. Okay, well, that sounded dramatic, but had been arrested. Maybe it's like Lisa Barlow's like nephew or something. Okay, Lisa Barlow. I love her. I mean, I would talk about it for fucking hours, but you know what? You're more interesting to me than Lisa Barlow. Nothing's more interesting to me. And you watch Real Housewives (laughs) of Salt Lake City. Yes. And I haven't, I'm not up to date yet, so don't tell me anything. I'm not either. Okay. I've just seen shit about Jen Shaw. Oh yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's crazy. She got like 6.5 years or something. That's so insane. Also, when they raided her closet and more than half of her designer things were fake. That's embarrassing. That's crazy. Yeah, especially if you're stealing all this money from people, you should buy real stuff. Right? Yeah. It's it's so crazy to me. Nothing is real in this world. It's just, it's not. It's true. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm mm-mm. 
Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now... I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post party struggles. I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt honestly come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized, I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, But you get to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. 
This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at Taysalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taysalude. Okay, this is something I wanted to ask you. You don't have to answer it. Just as a general question, is it appropriate to ask someone in their 30s who is married if they plan on having kids? Is it appropriate? I guess society has made it appropriate, right? It's like people are asking single people, when are you getting married? Then you get married, people ask, when are you having a baby? Then you have a baby, people ask, when are you having another baby? Mm -hmm. Then you have another baby, people are asking, like, when are your babies having a baby? Like, it's like, it's constant. Like, it just goes on forever. I think it's appropriate. I mean, yeah, people are always going to be curious. And also people, like, ask because they don't know what to say to people sometimes. Like, do you want kids? Yes. Yes. I feel like you're going to be such a fun mom. I'm going to be – people would assume I'd be the worst mom, like, and forget my kids at school type shit and, like, forget their lunch or whatever. I'm going to be a fantastic mother. I believe it. Because my mom was – you know, I, yeah. I was raised by a single mom, and my mom was incredible, and I think that's my real calling. Would you have a baby before getting married? Not preferably, but – This is actually funny. Just last week, I went to the doctor because I am convinced, once again, I either have a UTI, a bacterial infection, or a yeast infection. Mm, What are the symptoms? (laughs) The symptoms are it fucking hurts when I pee. Yeah. My vagina feels uncomfortable. It's UTI. I don't know, though, because there was some questionable discharge. It's still UTI. You really I've had think? the three, I'm telling you. You've what? I've like had all three. But I don't know. Sometimes I think it's one of them and then the doctor tells me it's not. I don't know if I trust your doctor because I had a similar situation. I don't situation. trust your worth shit, by <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah, I had a similar situation and I was like, oh, maybe it's not a UTI. And then it became a kidney infection and I almost died. So be careful. Okay, well, this doctor, when I told her my vagina feels off, there is something wrong. Yeah. And then she asked me a couple questions and then told me, I think it's just that your vagina is dry. <gasps> so so anyways, though, this doctor is absolutely incredible, would highly recommend. She did say one very insightful thing, which is, are you going to get your eggs frozen? Yeah, are you going to freeze your eggs? Well, as of last week, 100%. Yeah. She scared me. She she was like, you're 30. I said, yes. And she said, you have about three years, like a three-year no, window to do years. that. You have five years. I mean, she told me that she's going to have her kids do it at 21. We That's have psychotic. the most amount of eggs. <gasps> That's psychotic. Is it though? I guess if you think about Botox, right? You shouldn't get Botox when you're 21. Absolutely not. But maybe you should freeze your eggs because that like that's when your eggs are that's when you have a shit ton of eggs right you know what i'm saying yeah so i guess the sooner the better yeah if you can 
what's so fucked up is like we actually should be having babies when we're like 16 like 15 like the second we get our period we're supposed to technically have babies so i'm not saying that people should do that but i mean like our bodies are have the best ability to like carry babies and give birth and become back to normal when we're younger i know but then we do it like 15 years later which is crazy but yeah so i'm gonna freeze my eggs and i reached out to one of my friends who is currently doing it yeah and she said, oh, my God, reach out to this Instagram page. What is it? And oof, I think it's called like Spring Fertility. Oh, my God. I love them. Oh, I did an you event with them. them. Yeah, I did an event with them. They're amazing. Oh, really? You absolutely. Did you freeze your eggs? No, I didn't. Okay. But I did an amazing event with them about egg freezing. Oh, okay. And they're an incredible place. 100% do it. Absolutely 100% plan on doing it. And it sounds like they are incredible. That's the second recommendation I've gotten. I just found it a little bit bizarre. They do like influencer collabs. Well, they want to spread the word because they're more of a startup when it comes to like a fertility. Which is very smart and very valid. Mm -hmm. And I would do the same shit if I was starting a company like that. But I was it. I was just a little bit mind blown. I'm like, what you trade a tag for an egg or like how does that fucking work you know what i mean (laughs) yeah i do but it's just to spread the word and i'm sure they have a budget allotted to marketing Mm -hmm. and they use some of that okay so your podcast yeah we met at acme you talk pretty personally about sex relationships you're an open book yeah do you talk about your husband on there openly i do i always make this joke like i'm not describing his penis but like i talk about our sex life sometimes and i talk about our relationship fights we've been in things like that okay and when you first started dating him mm-hmm. w- were you talking about him during the process yes but not by name i was also dating other people then and so i would be like oh i went out with this guy and i went out with that guy mm-hmm. oftentimes it was steven both times but no one knew that it wasn't necessarily that i was talking right. about different people i just didn't want it to be so obvious that it was right him. and did that upset him no, I think he, you know, he liked it. He liked the cloud. No, I, he doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> like kidding. being talked about. That's for sure. Uh-huh. But he knew what he was getting into when mm-hmm. we started dating. My podcast was like four, three years, two years in, three years in, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so he would be like dumb to like be like, what is this? You're talking about your dating life on your dating podcast. Uh-huh. Like, that would have been idiotic. Like he knew what right. he was getting himself into. I'm assuming he doesn't listen. He does. He does sometimes. But he he pretended that he had never listened. And then I caught him. They always do that. I caught him. Like I fully caught him. And he dropped something that I'd said in a podcast. And I was like, how did you hear that? Right. Oh, my fucking God. They always fucking do that. Yeah, they lie. I know. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they don't want to feel because they don't want to like seem like obsessive. Like you would lie if you went out with someone who had a podcast. Right. You wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, I just came from list- like, oh, I had a great day listening to two of your episodes. You know, like that's creepy. That's true. But the issue with that is something is going to slip and it's going to give them away. Always. That's happened every single time. Yeah, no, it's it's hilarious. <sighs> they are such fucking liars. Oh, my God. I'm like thinking about everything. So we met at Acme. That's the name of your podcast. Why did you decide to call it that? Because I was going out at the time like a lot to Acme because I was newly single and Mm -hmm. I was meeting guys there. And then I also there was this couple on Instagram that I stalked. You know how you have those? They had gotten married and someone commented like, I can't believe you guys met at Acme. And I was like, oh, that sounds good. 
Oh my god, that's how the name aligned. Oh my god, that's so fucking interesting. Wait, is that Birkin real? Yeah. Wow, good for you. Thank you. You deserve it. It was gifted to me. My money goes into savings. Yeah. And then people gift me the expensive things that I brought. Was it gifted by someone you're dating? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Someone I'm seeing, Birkin boy. Oh, is it? (laughs) (laughs) He's a keeper. He's a keeper. (laughs) The way that I'm sitting here applying lip gloss, grabbing my Birkin, could I Are you leaving? (laughs) Are you walking out right now? Yeah, I'm actually over it, like this whole thing. But thank you for coming. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Birkin boy. That that's how I refer to him. Great. And I, I want a Birkin boy. You'll I mean, your husband, once his company yeah. takes off. Oh, he knows. Oh, he, that he a better know. My future. Yeah. You are the breadwinner now. There are a few Birkins yeah. and Kellys coming your way once, yeah. you know, his shit hits. Yeah, because I walked so he could fly. <laughs> I fucking love that. Okay. This is the last thing I want to ask about the fucking place acme yeah we've been giving them They're way so too lucky. much airtime. they are so lucky i know this. i'm gonna bleep it out actually <laughs> and i'm gonna be like you have to sponsor this episode if you want me to put the name back in do they have a menu item named after you no but wow the reason they don't is because the restaurant is a different name it's called the nines Mm. But they should absolutely have a drink named after me. One hundred percent. Even though I'm sober, they still should. Yeah, a thousand or a mocktail. Even. Yes, a mocktail. Oh, genius! I'm getting that going. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. It's like what um, the Club Delilah in LA. Yeah, they, they have, have a Kendall thing, right? Yeah, the Kendall Jenner. What is it? I don't know. I don't fucking remember. It must not be that good. Oh, the slutty brownies. Oh yes, and yes, then. Yes. Drake has like the champagne poppy, right? Whatever, right, right, right. So they acne better step. They better. I'm actually just gonna wait for them to reach out to me because after (laughs) they listen to this podcast, someone's gonna someone better reach out. When yes, I I mean I said some shit about uh, Cipriani, and it wasn't even really shit talking. It was very like I I just told a story. Yeah, and the fucking president of stop. Yes, the fucking was it Maggio? Mm-hmm. I grew up with him. Maggio didn't <laughs> like it very much. Oh shit! So this acne combo will get back okay. to acne. Okay. And can you put in a good word with Maggio and tell him like I love Cipriani? Yeah, maybe he's your husband. Okay. I have Jack. I have Maggio. It's like who do I not <laughs> fucking have right now? You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah, thriving. I didn't realize that you also have like a very successful food account. Oh, it's just a fun thing on the side. When did you start that? I started in like 2013, right after college. Okay. Yeah. I have one question for you, mm-hmm. Torisi. Yeah, it was so good. It opened up what like a month ago. Yeah. For everyone listening, I think it's. It's major food group. Mm-hmm, so Carbone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's part of that. Like that. I was about to call it a chain and I don't think they would appreciate <laughs> that very much. But Teresi just opened up a month ago. Very hard to get into. Yeah. What are you doing up in there? <laughs> and are you going to hook it up? I 100% will hook it up for you. Um, was it through Maggio? It wasn't through Maggio. <laughs> but I'll tell you offline my connect. And You will? Um, I will make sure that you get to eat there. I mean, we definitely can't say it on here. No, we can't. No. We cannot. For then many reasons. Will. 
for many reasons. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. I just, I needed to know for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Skims. What can I tell ya? It really is just that good. I can't fight it. I can't deny it. All I can do is hop on board and share with the people I love, aka my family and you guys, the perfection that is Skims. Like Kim K just knows her shit and she's really proved it with Skims. Every single item I have tried has been the best I've ever tried in that category. Like whether it's underwear, loungewear, their famous t-shirt bras, Kimberly Kardashian, she just knows clothes, especially when it comes to the basics. My Skims cotton jersey t-shirt. Probably the most worn item of clothing from my closet right now. The fit is insane. It snatches me right at the waist. And I mean, I've washed this thing over a hundred times, but the stretch and the shape, it still stays. I have it in the color Kyanite, which is this kind of earthy blue toned color. But really, I need it in every goddamn color because it is a staple in my wardrobe. I can lounge in it, which I do all the fucking time, wear it to a recording, or I could pair it with a baggy pant and heels and a little purse and look like the cutest thing ever for a night out. So you guys, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. It means a lot to me and helps me so much. And with that, love you, Sloots. This has been fucking amazing. I had this whole plan to talk about New York and like some other shit, but we ran out of time because you're just such a good talker. So 
I would love if we could hurry and answer some of my listener questions. We'd love that. SOS, save our sleuths. Here we go with the first one. Hey, Sophia, I need advice about phone anxiety slash responding to messages. I know you've mentioned struggling to respond to texts and DMs before, but you probably get a ton every day. (laughs) I'm a regular 22-year-old who just moved to a new city, and I'm finding it really difficult to respond to friends and family from back home, college, and even my new friends. I know a day or two is fine, but at this point, I will ghost my closest friends and family for weeks at a time. I am an outgoing person, so I'm not sure why I get so much anxiety about responding over text. Help. Okay, so do you have any anxiety when it comes to responding to messages? No, I just do it right away so that I don't have to think about it. Like the second I see it, I respond, but I feel like you're different completely different reason being and i would say i'm very outgoing in person right yeah the reason i get like that over text is because i am very thoughtful and feel a lot of pressure into my response Mm -hmm. i feel like i either need to be super funny if a friend is asking me a question like i want to give it my all right you know it's never like a okay whatever da 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 So when that happens, I'll just put it off and then I just won't respond forever and then just end up apologizing. Which is very normal. Like there's a million memes that are like, I'm that kind of person that responds either right away or in three days. Like, right. I would say to this person, like, try to, as you get it, write a little something, Mm -hmm. you know, because then you're going to forget. Mm hmm. Well, now I love the feature where you can mark your messages as unread. Yes, that so is it's so like crucial. Just always staying there. But also, I think just just respond. Just like, respond. Like no one is judging your response as much as you're judging yourself. Yeah, right. Because she said she's outgoing in person, so she probably feels this need to be that same person over text message or whatever. Right. Just like get to the in person as soon as you can. Yeah. Girl, just stop thinking about it and fucking send it. And if you don't like it, you can unsend it with this new iPhone fucking update. It's true. I don't even know if that was good advice, but you know what? (laughs) I love it. Okay, next question. Hey, Sophia, this is a pretty heavy one, but I need some input. My husband and I recently had a baby together last spring. I took plan B last month, but I don't think that it worked. I am just finding out now that I am pregnant again. So Well, obviously it didn't work, girl. What what the fuck are you talking about? You think it didn't work? (laughs) I'm not sure if it worked. (laughs) I am pregnant. Um, I don't even know if I want a second child, let alone so close to my first one. I really want to get an abortion, but I cannot tell my husband as he would not understand and would try to make me go through with it. Am I wrong for making this decision and planning to hide it from my husband? Yes. You're not wrong for making the decision, but for hiding it, yes. Because if you're in a healthy marriage, you communicate. Mm -hmm. And if you can't communicate with your husband about something that serious, then that's a red flag. That's a huge fucking issue. Yeah. And you know what? I totally agree. Because at first when I was reading, I was like, I mean, you know, my body, my choice. Which I totally agree with. Right. But But like when you enter into marriage, mm -hmm. like you have to run decisions by your partner. If it were reverse and like guys could get pregnant and he did that, you'd be like, what the fuck? Right. I do think she should phrase it though um, as if 
this is happening. I do not want to have this baby. I don't even think it should be open for conversation, really. Is that fucked up? My marriages are going to go so well. I think it's all about (laughs) compromise. Like, I... But it is her body. And so at the end of the day, she is like veto power. Yes. But also, like, why are you marrying a dude in the first place who's like against that type of thing? Not only that, but like who you don't want to have more than one kid with, unless it's like for financial reasons. Right. And you're too scared to tell him if you are pregnant. Just don't let him talk you out of it. That's all I want to say. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. because he definitely it sounds like he will. Yeah. But definitely bring it up. Okay, this is our last question. Here we go. Hi, Slew. I need help. So my sister just had a baby with this guy. Him and my sister shared a phone for a while. So on occasion, we would talk when I called and my sister wasn't there. I am not into him at all. He started sending me flirty texts about two months ago and I told him to knock it off, but he won't stop. Now he goes on my sister's phone when she's asleep, texting me and pretending to be her, basically trying to see if I would have a threesome with them. (gasps) I know for a fact my sister isn't into that incest shit and that she would be pissed if he was flirting with anyone. He sent me dick pics last night. (gasps) I love this fucking question just is escalating, escalating. I'm like, what is happening? Okay. He sent me dick pics last night, and that was the last straw. I've been thinking about how I should tell her or if I should tell her because she literally had her baby a week ago. What do I do? I don't want to get blamed for this or have her be mad at me. You need to fucking tell her. Really? 1,000% immediately. Can she give her like a little like cushion? She just had a baby. No, get that baby away from this man. Oh my God. She needs to know and pack it the fuck up. And you should honestly move in there and be her housekeeper because of what you did even responding to this guy at all. Honestly, I think the first thing that should have happened before, get your sister a burner phone or some shit. Like no one should be sharing a phone. And then no one should be like... If Sending this guy, dick pics. I'm sorry, if this guy is hitting on her sister, do you know how many other women he's hitting on? Oh. It's not just the sister. I mean, unless he has like a real kink for that type of thing. Then but he's no. fucked. But no, he's probably, he's he's doing fucked up shit all around. I just wonder, you know, a week after having a baby, aren't you in a little bit of a fragile state? You are. Hormones all around. You are, but like, you know what? Women are are amazing and they can handle whatever gets thrown at them. And if that were me, I would rather immediately know that that shit was happening so that I could take my baby and get the fuck away from this monster or send him to like get help for his sex addiction or whatever the fuck is wrong with Mm -hmm. him, you know? Mm -hmm. And take his credit card and pay for a baby nurse with it. And get him out of there. Yeah. You know? I mean, mic drop. Yeah. That was like the most fucking incredible answer I've ever heard. So fucking eloquent. I completely agree, I guess. You convinced me. I thought maybe like tell her like a month in just to, you know. There's no good time to tell somebody that their husband's a piece of shit. It's true. Sooner rather than later. Right. And she needs to remove the baby from the dad because 
that baby does not need that dad's influence. No. You know? And she'll get a new baby daddy for the 1,000%. And you're her fucking sister. Now it's all coming to me. Why is this a question? Right. Text, fucking call your sister. Yeah. ASAP. Immediately, yesterday. Yeah. Or maybe tell her in person because you might be texting her fucking boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Lindsay, this was so fucking good. So fun. Um, I'm going to be going on your podcast yes. eventually. But where can they find you? You can find me wherever you listen to podcasts. We met at Acme or follow on Instagram. We met at Acme and my personal is Linz Metz, L-I-N-D-Z-M-E-T-Z. Love it. And you guys know where to find me. Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y. And that's it for this week. Love you, sleuth. Bye. Bye.